Bachelor Life with Brent and Jeff. Hey, kid, what'd you do, jump ship? What? Well, what's with the life preserver? This is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future. And an appropriate soundbite, we're going to be talking about the storms of this life and how we are not shaken. Tonight's episode is I Am Not Moved from Acts 20, 24. A life verse for many a Christian, and uh, we're going to be jumping right off from the get-go. We're 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 going for it, right, Brent? That's right. And you know, <laughs> you said it's a life verse for some Christians. You know, it should be a life verse for every Christian. I, I think, think so. Um, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I shall not be moved this evening. And uh, we've got a lot of great music in store. We're going to have just dig into what this word says um, about us being believers and walking this path in joy um, like, like Paul did. Paul's an amazing guy. Every time we just dig, dig in about Paul, it's just, it just blows my mind. Yeah. You're like, what? How could anybody behave this way? Um, yeah, Paul, don't go there. They're going to kill you, and they're going to stone you, and they're going to throw you off a boat, and you know all this stuff's bad is going to happen. He's like... I'm not moved. It's a matter of fact. It's a declaration that Paul makes in Acts 20, 24, when, you know, everybody's concerned for his well-being. You know, you know what happened the last time he went to Jerusalem? Uh, you know, they didn't take too kindly to Paul. Um, he was stoned and, and all the different things that he went through, beaten with rods, you know, 40 lashes minus one, three, do- three times and or four times, however many times it was, but it was a lot. And he, he always talks about... <laughs> I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like he suffered and he counted himself worthy, you know, or he was like, he praised God so that he, because he was counted worthy to suffer. Yeah. And we think of trials as like, Oh, my boss is really laying into me. You know what the, what's going on? Oh God. Why is this trial so burdensome? And you know, and Paul was just, wah, yeah, wah, <laughs> call wah. the ambulance. <laughs> Want some wine with that cheese with that wine? <laughs> cheese with that. You want some wine with that wine? <laughs> Wait a minute, got that all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you want some fries with your wham burger? I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, a wham a wham burger with some French fries. <laughs> I've uh, never heard that before. I know. I just made it up. No, I didn't really. I heard it somewhere, and I I won't I won't attribute it to anyone because it wasn't good. <laughs> and I'm sure they'd be glad to be left anonymous. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, we think of. Our, our puny problems and I'm you know I was just talking to Brent before we got started and stuff and you know just my life and, and things that I'm unhappy with or things that I'm like why is this going on and blah blah and then you like you think about it in the the context uh, context of the supernatural and you know in the spiritual world and you're like this is so minor it's so <laughs> you know it's like it's like very modern you know postmodern kind of mindset America and you know oh well I don't make enough money. That's a trial that I have to bear (laughs) or that's something that I'm going through or whatever. Can you believe I have to work like five extra hours this week? Can you believe that? It's so not fair. Yeah. (laughs) But when you think of it, you know, we're just one part of the world and there's tons of people out there that are facing numerous trials and they have that scripture, the same scripture that we have. The altar life. Music. Truth. Real. Period. All right, that was I Won't Ever Stop, KJ52, featuring Golden Child. <laughs> Much to my surprise, Jeff picked the KJ52 song. It's not his favorite. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, 
I don't make any gripes about it. You know, I I don't prefer KJ52 when I want a flavor of hip hop. He's not at the top of my list. Yeah. But, but that song was appropriate, and I thought it was kind of cool because Golden Child. I don't know who he is, but he, he does a good job on that song. <laughs> I always love featuring Golden Child. You're like, who's Golden Child? <laughs> I, sorry, Golden Child. I'm sure you're awesome, but yeah, you know, well, I, I don't knows. think you need, it's necessary to, to to put that note on the song featuring. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff featuring Joe. Like, who? Who's Joe? Who's Joe? Oh no, we're featuring him. He's huge. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> um, this is amazing. Yeah, that was just an amazing, amazing commentary, and uh, we are just excited about this topic. The rock, a lot of rock. I will not be moved type songs because the topic is I will not be moved. Paul, thinking about and kind of commenting on the potential trials and tribulations and chains, it says that awaits him. He says, but none of these things move me. I will not stray from the course that I know God is calling me to or calling me on um, because of all these things of earth that, that may cause me to fear um, you know Paul is very genuine about this and like, I honestly read that and go I would never be like I mean I'm so far f- let's say never but I am so far from thinking that way like what you're going to lock me up in prison for what I believe yeah sign me up I want to go <laughs> you know that's not the natural perspective in my flesh i'm worried about my flesh i I don't want to feel you know i want to go through that trial i don't want to feel discomfort in my life and this goes way beyond that it's like tribulation and trial and chains and being in a prison which is worse than being in a prison today because it was like shackles and you know it's like mice running around on you know (laughs) the living conditions were not great in prison back then um you know it, it was a serious thing and like we have it even prisoners have it good these days but you know n- none of these things are going to move me none of these things are going to keep me off, take me off course you know because i don't value my life for um i you know my life isn't dear to me i i would rather value what christ wants for my life and that's what paul is saying you know um you know i count my life everything loss for the sake of christ you know that's an that's like just blows my mind. Yeah, like think about the only reason he could say that is because he was founded on the rock, and the rock that was Christ that he says in, in the First Corinthians chapter ten, the rock that was in the wilderness and everything. Like if you're, you know, Jesus says that in the story of the guy who builds his house on the sand and the guy who builds his house on the rock, that when the storms come, if you're not founded on the rock, it's going to get washed away. And Paul realized that he knew that. And that's how he could make a statement and declaration like that. Like none of these things move me. Like you're you're trying to get me scared, but I might I, my trust is in Christ. It's not in man. It's not in anything else. And you know nobody should put their trust in man. What has man ever done? But that's what we do. We look at all these people around us and we're like, um, can you help me? Uh, and then when they they let us down, we're like, oh, trial. <laughs> you know, Paul's like, whatever. I don't care. I'm gonna keep moving forward in my race with joy. If you checked out our website, www.thealterlife.com, if you all have the previous episodes are up there. Yeah, you got to get there. You got to get there right now. Unbelievable segments. Webisodes. Just a lot of fun, we fun stuff. Instant feedback to your favorite radio yeah. program. More, most importantly, drop us a line and we can uh, feedback and kind of talk to you. And uh, that's what we, we love to have, that two-way conversation. Radio is good for a one-way conversation, like mm-hmm. we're talking to you now. You can actually talk back. Something that Paul realized that 
you know, hopefully we can get in through our heads is the trials and all that stuff. That is because we're Christ's. And he, Jesus said that. He said, you know, you're going to face persecution because of my name. But, you know, you're blessed because of it. When men revile you and they speak evil against you, you're blessed because it's not because of you. It's because of me, because they don't like me. And the fact that that is shining through you, you know, you don't worry about what man can do to you. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, no, what's going on? And why is this not working out for me or this trial or I'm just getting bombarded on every side? You're not shaken in your faith. You're not slowed down like that Reliant K set, you know, song says. When stuff happens to you, you don't allow it to affect you. You just put it behind you. You know, Paul said, I press on. You know, I don't hold on to the things that are behind me. And uh, you know, that, that's his mindset throughout the epistles that he writes to people and stuff. It's all about moving forward, not allowing things to hold us down, the sin and, you know, the weights and all those things that can, you know, hold us down for the wrong reasons. He wants us to stand firm so that when that stuff comes to knock on us and, and, and shatter us, that we're not moved. None of these things are going to affect us because we are founded on Christ. And when those storms and trials come, you can bring them on. You bring, you know, we know that the testing of our faith produces all these things, produces patience and, you know, a character that is godly and, um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like fired up. Yeah. To be real about it. No one likes, you know, feeling this way. No one likes the, the, the course of going through the, you know, you want to take the correspondence course, right? You yeah. want to, you want to go through it without going through it because no one, none of our, our flesh doesn't feel comfortable when we have to go through tribulations and trials. Um, but I think what Paul had was the ability to think beyond the temporary and to think beyond what was right in front of his face and the earthly things. He had a heavenly perspective. You know, he was able to think about things the way Christ was thinking about them. And, you know, it was a it was a perspective bigger than his own little sphere. And so often we get caught up in our own little world that we forget that there's this big world that we can't see. And there's a lot of things that are going on that we don't understand. And um, that's where faith comes in. You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. That was a double play by Lifehouse. That last song was called Anchor. It's a great song. And what better song to play for our topic, I Am Not Moved. It's not because of us. Paul's not like, I'm not moved because I'm awesome and I'm strong. And you better not touch me. Me, big tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm strong like bull. <laughs> he is like... I'm, I'm like Christ. I'm doing what God wants me to do. God's calling me to go. And all these threats and all these things that might happen, I'm not going to allow them to shake me. I'm not going to waver in my my decision to walk out what God has called me to do. And if only I could say that. You know, we get so, like, scared. And I'm like, oh, well, if they know I'm a Christian or if I'm too bold, then they're not going to like me and they're going to make fun of me. And that's a terrible trial that I have to bear. You know, we get so caught up in this sense and, you know, there's so many things in this world that are happening that our puny problems don't compare. You're unbelievable. The Ultra. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That's right. It's time for our unbelievable segment. Tonight's topic is I am not moved. Talking about storms, trials of life. And uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with it, or unbelievable tonight, unless you really, really want to stretch it. Yeah. But we're just thinking... Sometimes your life feels like, you know, you're going through a track of ups and downs. Yeah. And you, you just get... Sloshed to and fro. Yeah, and you're just getting just drenched. 
And um, similar to a log flume at an amusement park. Yeah, log flumes is our unbelievable topic tonight. I know we're we're nowhere near the time when you would use a log flume, unless you live in an area that's constantly warm. I guess. Right. And you're listening to us, which is possible, because we are nationwide, online, and uh, <laughs> and worldwide. worldwide. Whoa, <laughs> that's epic. Um, but log flumes, like, there's always that part of me when you're screeching up. It's like getting you to the part where they're going to release you into the actual water. Yeah. You're kind of like, all right, you know, this is this can't be too bad. You know, I'm, I don't like roller coasters. That's like the most daredevilish I'll get because I know, like, if I fall out, I'll just land in water and not, like, on concrete and die. So <laughs> one of the things I love about the log flume, there's one at Dorney Park. Shout out to Dorney Park where you stand on the bridge. And all of the log flumes have this, not right. just at Dorney yeah, Park, yeah. but I, that's the one I use. I love staying on the bridge and just getting soaked by the, yeah. by the huge, it's huge, that log flume comes down. It's like 30-person uh, log flume. <laughs> there's two kinds of log flumes. There's the kind where you actually do get soaked, yeah. and you think, as eh, one of those log flumes that, you know, you don't really get soaked. And there's a log flume that, like, has a lot of um, wrap. It's not all it wraps about. Like, you yeah. think you're going to get soaked, and really it just kind of just gets it's sprinkled like, a little. Wee. You're going to get wet. No, you didn't get yeah, wet. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> And there's the all like the little spray that comes out of the wall that's spraying right where you're going, and then right when you get to the point of going past, it stops, and you're like, "Oh, well, I thought I was going to get wet, but I wasn't really." Yeah, the uh, one of the things I always loved about log flumes that were terrible is that um, you wouldn't get wet, so you didn't get to enjoy it. But your socks always got wet, and you had to walk around with wet socks. Yeah, that yeah. was always annoying. It's like slash, slash, And you had wet socks. Anyway, all about the flume. Even though I have no idea what that word means. Log flumes, baby. And, uh, you know, we're just talking about Paul's perspective tonight of um, not allowing the fear of things happening to him to deter him from what Christ has ultimately called him to do. And um, some of the reasons why he says that he's that he has this perspective is because he doesn't count his life dear to himself so that he may finish his race with joy. And it's kind of weird because you wouldn't think that if you were not taking care of your life or treasuring your life that you would have joy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't he just suicidal? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. He he's got a perspective like this earthly um, experience isn't really worth it because I know that my real joy, the joy that's unspeakable, comes from the Lord. Yeah. So the verse in James that comes to mind for me is count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And Paul knew that you know even if he was going to face these trials that there's going to be benefit to him. And he didn't allow the fear of pain or the fear of embarrassment or humiliation to stop him from his task, which was fulfilling the God's calling on his life. All right, that was a new song by Switchfoot, Hello Hurricane. Great song. They always come out with something great, and, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, great how band. appropriate that, that song. It's perfect timing for our topic. And, uh, you know, hello, welcome. <laughs> it's like you're just greeting the hurricane. Like, all right, that's fine. Let's hello. do it. <laughs> you know, he just, Hello, you're not going to, he says, I've got doors and windows boarded up. You can't silence my love. And that's what Paul was doing. You know, it was because of Paul's love that he was doing any of this, his love for God and his love for the lost. You know, it wasn't like Paul's like, I'm not going to be moved and I'm going to be able to brag about it. Nothing was, you know, sometimes we can get the idea that Paul was like insensitive and he hated people or something like that because he's very <laughs> harsh and, and in the way he says things, but it's, it's because of his desperate love for those people and so that they would not go down the wrong path. That he was willing to suffer and be in chains so that people could be free. He even said that he was willing to, you know, be accursed so that his fellow Hebrews, you know, the, the, the Jews, 
could enter in to salvation with Jesus Christ as their Savior. I mean, that's just unreal, the love that he had, and no hurricane was going to silence his love. Yeah, because, you know, he says earlier before, he says, you know, I am innocent of the blood of all men. You know, he realized his life, and he realized where he came from. He realized what God saved him from. He realized what his ultimate punishment for his sin should have been. You know, he, he he's living a life like a man with a second chance. And, you know, he has that perspective, and we all should have that perspective. And he goes, you know what, I, I don't even have a right to stand up and say that my what my, my life and what I should want out of my life, really, I deserve any of that. He says, I deserve, I have the blood, the innocent blood of men on my hands. I deserve death. Um, but he says, you know what, because of that and because of what God's done, I can live in the joy knowing that and live in the, in the, in the thing that God's called me to do um, and have joy about that because of what Christ has done in my life. It's always coming back to what Christ has done in his life. What does Christ do? And you know what? Christ pays that back by keeping him still, keeping him in the center of his plan and, and protecting him and watching out for him. And um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, he warns, he says, you know, you're going to face trials in this world. And, you know, in the parable of the sower, he talks about the seed that gets planted and the sun comes out and, and it withers away. Are you going to be someone that's like that? Are you going to wither away when you face a trial? Or are you going to be like Paul, founded on the rock? And that's what we're kind of getting at tonight is, you know, even if we do face trials, which we are going to, you're all going to find yourself in a situation that isn't pleasant. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not something for us to be shocked about, you know, James and Paul and Peter, they all talk about trials. They all talk about suffering and, and they say to be worthy, to be counted worthy to suffer for God. Like we don't think of it that way. We're like, Oh, why me? You know, privilege. yeah, it's like a privilege. Like, yes, I got to suffer like Jesus suffered. That's crazy. Paul's like, look at me. I have the scars on my back to prove that I suffered for God. And they, no one can ever take that away from me. You know what I mean? That's a real faith. Not that we're saying go out and like find people that are going to beat you up when you say the name of Jesus so that you feel worthy, you know, or worthy. I mean, what what Paul is saying is I don't care what happens to me. I have Jesus. I'm going to do whatever it takes to finish what he's called me to do. And, um, you know, I, I'm just kind of sitting here thinking about you know, what Paul must have been thinking, you know, when he was going through his life. And there's so many things that happened to Paul and tragic things to, to the human life, getting bit by a snake and being shipwrecked and all the stuff he lists out. Um, but yet he was a man who had joy knowing that, you know, he was right where God wanted him to be. He was in the center, you know, and I think about the disciples are on the boat and the storm come and they're all freaking out. Um, and Christ is right there in their midst, and, you know, he's like, we're going to die, they're going to, you know. He's like, you have little faith, you know, I'm right here. And Paul had that faith. Paul had the faith to know that life's crazy around me, and I know that the rock, Christ, is right here with me. And, you know, he's purposed my steps to do the thing that he's called me to do. And if I'm walking in those steps, I could even be killed for Christ. And even if it got that bad, that's fine because now I'm in heaven. <laughs> you know, it's almost like I don't count my life to be anything that I'm putting my treasure in um, because my life really was bought by Christ and it's his anyway. So, you know, it's that heavenly perspective of, you know, of, of looking at everything that we have and saying, you know what, every all this stuff is yours, Lord. And um, it's not a hopeless, you know, so many people have this hopeless view of their life. Like, well, you know, if I die, 
it's just going to be, you know, whatever, you know, I'm just, you know, what's the point anyway, you know. That's not his perspective. His perspective is, man, if I live, it's Christ. <laughs> but if I die, well, you know, that's game because now I'm with Christ. And that perspective of just being able to give up all that I have, all that I am, for God's purposes, and to live in that reality is something that I am so far from personally. Um, I pray that the Lord instills that in my life. You know, if you haven't gotten what we're talking about, if you just tuned in and you're like, hey, what's going on? We're talking about Paul saying, none of these things move me. None of these trials that I've gone through have kept me from spreading the gospel to those who I love, the lost of Israel and, and to the Gentiles. And um, Jesus, I, you know, I mentioned it before that Jesus promised that there would be tribulation. He, he wasn't like, hey, you're a Christian now and there's nothing going to happen to you because you're all, it's all daisies and roses. He said in John chapter 16, verse 33, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And we're going to be wrapping up for the night. And what was the point of what we were trying to talk about tonight? You know, I think the whole thing was really just simply to say, you know, there's trials, there's things that happen in our life. You know, and the reality of all those situations is, is that we have this small perspective of our life and we think they're these huge issues. And, you know, in God's, from God's perspective, those issues are our life. That's what God's called us to. And he knows he's there. It's a course that we're going through. He wants to teach us something. And you know what? Ultimately, the heavenly perspective is, is that it's all for a purpose and he loves us and all things work together for those who are called good to those who are called according to his purpose. We can bank on that as a promise. Yeah, I mean, just to reiterate that verse, Jesus told us that we we're going to have tribulation. And he said, now that I've told you this, you can have peace because I know what's going on. I'm in control. Just like when he was in the boat with the storm, he was in control. He was asleep. He was at peace. And he wanted to give that peace to those who would put strong faith in him. And he said, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's what Paul could grasp. That's how he could make that declaration. Let's make that declaration tonight. None of these things are going to move us. Until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. Mm-hmm.